first guest this month, which is centered around voting, we have Stone Gossard. Stone is a guitarist in Pearl Jam, but on top of all of that, he's a dedicated climate and environmental activist. And we're here today to talk about the importance of voting for our climate and what he has done to help Pearl Jam be as thoughtful as possible when touring in regards to the environment. Thank you so much for being with us today, Stone. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. It's great to be doing something with you, Olivia. So we wanted to start off and ask you about what voting means to you and why do you think voting is so important? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not the best uh, voter. I've definitely missed some elections. Um, um, as a kid, I don't think I took it that seriously. Um, and I think I was probably a little cynical about it. Um, and as I've grown older, um, and I say um, a lot, that's because I like to do that. Um, <laughs> as I've grown older, it's become more obvious to me that those uh, singular acts that everybody can do, something as democratic and as important and as fundamental as the connection to um, from one vote to one person and, and what a big important revolution that was for the way the world thinks about um, people's, um, how people connect with each other, how they uh, interact with each other as a society and as a country. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's the single most important thing we can kind of do is participate. And that's the, that's the simplest way to do it. That's the, uh, it gives you the choice of, of, of two polarities and, um, and we, we as a country swing back and forth between those polarities and, and um, it's the best system we got. It's a two party system and it's better than a one. It's better than a monarchy. We figured that out. So this particular presidential election um, I think is, is one that we should just be very animated, uh, connected, aligning ourselves, getting involved and um, being excited about being in a democracy as opposed to a monarchy. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you remember the first election you voted in or what kind of election it was, how the day or how that experience was for you? I, um, I can't remember when the first time I voted. I'm going to say it was probably a vote um, for Michael Dukakis. That's probably that's probably. Um, and I voted in presidential elections. I missed a lot of local elections and regional elections, but I'm getting better. Um, and mail-in ballots have been helpful for me. So um, I'll, I'll definitely vote in the general election every time. And you mentioned that voting took on like a deeper meaning later on. And as a kid, you might not have taken it as seriously, but why do you think that is? Like what happened what experience made you think of voting in a different light um i just think that there's a lot of activity uh that involves our government and uh um the nature of uh the nature of empire <laughs> and how we interact with economy how we interact with the environment how we interact as a species um with each other and those things have impact. Um, uh, we can look at this administration and, and think, well, it's what you know, it's a little bit worse if it's this guy, or a little bit better if it's this guy or a girl. Um, and you can see uh, that 
uh, leadership is so important and um, bipartisanship has to be part of the equation. Um, an understanding of the other side, an understanding that there's always going to be a polarity and, and that we, uh, we need to listen to each other and um, absorb what the other side is saying. And, um, but also be animated by the things that are compelling to you and be um, inspired by what inspires you and trust that you're playing a role by elevating whatever issue or um, thing of importance that you're, that you feel compelled by. So um, I just, I'm more excited about it. I feel like it's, it's important because it makes a difference. And, um, and I think in this election, we can feel all the revolutions that are going on in, in, in uh, how people think about business, how people think about um, our history and, um, and the issue of race and, and the issue of slavery. Um, uh, big, fundamental, important psychological issues that have been, you know, are embedded in our psychologies because of our history in this country. Um, so uh, there's a lot to be uh, interested in and there's a lot to work through and we need everybody to participate and be part of that conversation um, to be a healthier country. And I think we can be, we could be. Mm -hmm. um, so we just finished, you know, August, we focused on our environment and when we're coming into voting, there's just so much intersectionality. And like I said earlier, voting for our climate is so important. Um, and you've been such a leader when it, when it comes to the changes that Pearl Jam has made around conserving the environment. Could you talk a little bit about what these are and how, how you went about bringing these ideas to the band and why you felt it was so important as a band member to take on this role. I think first and foremost, I was interested in it. I was compelled by it. I thought it was a important, I felt interested and compelled by it. So as I learned more about it, I learned sort of how people, a lot of different people are taking uh, action or, um, and, and particularly collective action is what I'm most interested in. Um, in terms of how we as a band could um, use our platform um, to uh, express some form of, of self-regulation in regards to the environment or uh, making efforts that are um, impactful and that if other businesses would follow suit and play, al uh, play along or even better uh, sort of um, benefit from um, that um, we could we could make an impact. So the the main thing that I've been focused on in the last ten years with Pearl Jam is just acknowledging our carbon footprint, um, stating for the record what it is when we tour, um, and then doing my best to uh, find avenues that um, mitigate that carbon um, at a at a later date. Or so. Uh, a lot of what we've worked on and a lot of things we've done is reforestation projects um, or uh, protecting uh, ecosystems that were endangered. Um, and um, it's, it's been a challenge. And I, I think it's a very imperfect methodology of accounting for your carbon. 
um, there's not enough forest for everybody to plant trees to even, you know, to make the difference that we need to make. So it's going to take everything. It's going to take technology. It's going to take legislation. It's going to take, um, you know, big scale things that are uh, difficult to do. But a very simple uh, thing that businesses can do is just start addressing their car, looking at their carbon, figuring out what it is, and looking at methods that they feel like might be effective in terms of mitigating that carbon and or bringing online clean energy. So, you know, investment in uh, clean energy that we know is going to take the place of existing, um, you know, carbon producing uh, industries. So there's a billion ways that people can think about that. And we should be thinking about it in a billion ways. But I think that the first step is just sort of the acknowledgement of what it is and an accounting for it. And I think that that's sort of a step that um, every business could take. And then consumers can start identifying which companies are doing the best job and they can start supporting those companies. Um, organizations can start benefiting from it. Um, you know, it, it, it's, I think we're moving towards a clean energy economy no matter what and it's just how do we get there and and what's the best way to have what's the best way for america to to move in that direction and some of it's going to be investment some of it's going to be you know entrepreneurship and um and um uh, you know money needs to move that direction but a lot of it's going to be individuals too making choices about putting solar on their house or um or recycling or looking about rainwater management, um, farming practices, soil management, um, carbon storage from uh, all sorts of different things, methane. Um, there's just, a, there's so many different avenues that people can be interested in kind of pursue in terms of seeing how it all kind of fits together. Um, so that's what sort of, that's what we've tried to do basically. And you guys have been a band for 30 years now. Um, you've cared deeply about these crucial environmental changes that you just mentioned. Um, looking at the present day, do you feel hopeful about the direction that climate justice organizations and activists are taking to improve the living conditions for our planet? And do you see improvement in terms of the solutions to these problems that may have also been around 30 years ago? I've, I'm, I'm an optimist in general. So I, I think um, I tend to stay that way. And I tend to think even when times are uh, volatile and there's a lot of disruption and a lot of uneasiness and fear and uh, change um, uh, shifts in our societies and the way we think about ourselves as human beings and how we think about ourselves as, you know, citizens of the planet. Um, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think that the issues that are being, that are evident and on everybody's mind right now are very, very important issues. And that's why they're, they're that's why they're right here, is they're, they're, coming, they're coming due, they're coming to a place where we need to look at them and find new ways to uh, understand history and understand our connections with each other and um, how we operate as a government and, uh, and citizens. And, you know, I think that we could do better. Yeah. Um, so lastly, considering that we are far from perfect, like you're saying, um, 
what are things that you hope to do and what are some ways that you hope to achieve these goals? And do you believe that voting thoughtfully in this upcoming election ties into the whole climate movement? Um, I'm going to be involved in the election. So I just, I want to uh, stay connected uh, about clean energy policy, uh, particularly around the Green New Deal and what people are, what people's expectations of that are and what are the, what are the, if somebody looks at the entirety of the Green New Deal, uh, what is the through line? What is the very low hanging fruit that, that ties it all together and to focus on one aspect of, of that policy to start out with and say as a country, this is the foundation of, you know, of, of what the Green New Deal is all about. Is it, you know, energy infrastructure, smart grid? Is it, um, um, it, it there's a lot of things that will get us moving towards a uh, a um, an, a grid that is uh, non-centralized. Uh, a lot of energy production everywhere. People's rooftops, you know, counties doing uh, solar projects, you know, methane projects. Whatever it is, whatever the the community wants to develop, we should make it really easy for communities to do that. And to and to make that shift, I, I think I think voting ties in the environment is it one you this administration's made you know the, the the Trump administration has made it clear what their position is on clean energy and what their position is on oil and oil subsidies and all of that. They're just they're one thing, and I think right now the Democrats have a chance to be the party of 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 everyone else, um, and I think it has a chance to be a party that has room for more than one um, particular position. Um, and I think you see what that, what you get when you, when you have a, uh, a monarchy like Trump runs his administration, it's, it's, there's, it's not as diverse of an ecosystem. It doesn't, good ideas aren't filtering up in ways. Um, he can be decisive because he's, you know, uh, that's his nature. Um, but he's not getting a lot of new information. So I think that the, uh, the opportunity is to believe that the other party is identifying and seeing that that's not the way to do it and, and inhabiting the Democratic Party as much as we can to, um, uh, to elevate it and make it smarter and better than what we're receiving right now. Um, well, thank you so much, Stone, for taking the time to meet with us. Now that the conversation is over, it's time to get more involved with these issues and take long-term action. Here are some ways you can help today. Stone would like you to check out the Conservation International Organization, where you can donate to protect our planet and also make sure that you vote in this election and make sure you're calling your representatives around the time that the election is taking place. Yeah. Thank you, Stone. You're welcome. It's really, really nice to hang out with both of you. Yeah, thank you so much.